Last week, we talked about Romans 12.2. Romans 12.2 reads, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. There's a word in that verse that I want to focus on. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Your mind. Because when you become a single parent, one of the things that's really easy to get lost in is everything you have to do. Everything you have to do for your kids. Your, in, your entire identity, who you are, becomes everything you do for your kids. And you have to. You have to take care of them. You have to do the right thing by them. Matthew 7, Jesus talks about this. Or which one of you, this is verse 9, or which one of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? We know we have to do right by our kids. That's not the question. The question is, what do we do for us? How do we heal? And it goes fundamentally back to that word, you. So today, I want to take some time to talk about you. Welcome to the Single Parent Preacher. My name is Alex. Now here's the thing about being transformed, about having your mind renewed, about you. No one else can do it for you. No counselor, no pastor, no friend, not your kids. No one can transform you. No one can renew you. And we try so hard sometimes to do it some other way through some other person. We talk about living vicariously through our children. And we see those crazy movies or those crazy reality shows of parents who are clearly trying to live out their childhood fantasy through their kids. They have it worked on themselves, so they're trying to connect through their kids, and that somehow is going to fix that hole that they feel, whatever that emptiness is. That's not how it works. You can't impose that on your children. You have to work on you. You have to take time to work on you. And I know I just said the dirty four-letter word. It's the T word. Time. We don't have it. We're so busy all the time. Not just because the world is a busy world, but because if you're not at work, you're taking care of your kids. And if you're not taking care of your kids, you're probably sleeping, having nightmares about the inadequacies that you feel about trying to take care of your kids. Let me say this very plain. Taking the time to heal yourself, it is a necessary thing you must do to be able to take care of your children as best as you possibly can. This leads me to another question. What are you holding on to from your story of pain? What are you holding on to from your past? Because we've all been told things, right? 
We've all had people speak evil into our lives. Maybe the relationship that you got out of was abusive and you were told countless times you're not good enough. Maybe you became a single parent and people shunned you because things didn't work out the way they're supposed to. Being a single parent is not a sin. There is nothing in the Bible that says thou shalt not become a single parent. It's not ideal, but God does not condemn you for that. So what identifiers, what things have you been told in your past are you still holding on to right now? Do you still let define how you look at life, how you approach situations? When you start talking about transformation, about becoming something new, the first thing you have to do is realize that it even happened. Accept that it happened. By virtue of being a single parent, you inherently are different than you were when you had your partner around. You have to be a different person. If you continue to try to be the old person, it's not going to work. And Jesus talks about this sort of thing. Luke 5, starting at verse 36, he also told them a parable. No one tears a piece from a new garment and puts it on an old garment. If he does, he will tear the new, and the new and the piece from the new will not match the old. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the new wine will burst the skins and it will be spilled and the skins will be destroyed. But new wine must be put into fresh wineskins. It's funny that the context of this verse is that the Pharisees call out his disciples for not fasting. And then Jesus says, well, they don't, you don't fast when the bridegroom's here. Imagery about the Messiah being the bridegroom come to take his bride, the chosen people come to save everyone. And then he follows it up with this parable. It's weird timing. And I think the idea that Jesus is portraying with this timing is he's trying to share that something new is happening. And when something new is happening, you can't just attach it to what's happened before and then have everything be okay. You have to start new. If you have an old pair of jeans and you take a piece of new denim and you stitch it on there, when you wash it, the new denim is going to shift. It's going to shrink. It's going to move and it's going to mess up what you did. That's what this is talking about. So to bring it back to you, if you continue to try to live your old life with this new thing of single parenthood, that's not going to work out for you. I have been a gamer a long, long, long time. Video games, card games, board games, you name it. I've played some version of it. Some some style of game, I've, I've probably played it. And... In the time where I didn't have primary custody of my son, that was a really easy thing to do. I had lots and lots of time. I even started streaming. 
and then I got custody of my son, and I, I can't do it anymore. This isn't me complaining about that. This is me acknowledging things had to change. I had to change the way I used my time. I brought up time again. One of the biggest excuses we use for not doing something, for not taking care of ourselves, is I just don't have time. I have to do this, 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 and this. I'm going to challenge you with something. Pay attention to where your time goes in a given day. You have your work. You have your chores. You have the taking care of the kids. Right? You have all of those things. Absolutely. And all those things are, are incredibly important. Understand me. I don't want you to dismiss anything that is actually important. Critically important. How much time do you spend on social media? Do you have shows that you just can't miss? Do you have hobbies that take up just an inordinate amount of time and mental energy? What can you change? One of the first things I got rid of in my house? Live TV. I didn't watch it. I streamed everything. But just because I thought I would need it, I signed up for a streaming live TV service. A few months later, cancel that too. Because I was streaming, I had live for exactly one show. It was like 30 bucks a month for one show. For context, I'm a wrestling fan, so by one show, what I mean is five hours of programming. I originally only canceled it to save like 30 bucks. But to have that time back, that's invaluable. To have that time back to be able to work on who God wants me to be, to work on my relationship with my son, we'll do anything to save money. Why won't we put out the same effort to save some time to take care of ourselves for some mental, emotional, spiritual rehabilitation? So we can have a new garment. We can be the new wineskin. So that this new life that we have, this new identity that we need to be developing, we need to be learning about, we need to take the time for that. We need to stop identifying ourselves by the things that we do. By your job, your hobbies, even your kids. You are your own person, too. Let me make this very clear. Do not neglect your children in favor of you, but do not neglect yourself. Emotional, spiritual, mental healing time because you have children. The things that are important to us we make time for. The things that are important to us, we spend money on. So where do we find our identity then? If it's not in stuff, if it's not in what we're doing, then where should we find it? Where do we find it? Well, this is a podcast called The Single Parent Preacher, so I imagine you probably know where I'm going with this. We find it in Jesus. We find it in God. 
The one who made us is the one who knows us the best. Jesus says this in John 15, starting at verse 15. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all that I have heard from my father I made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask in the ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These, these things I command you, so that you will love one another. Jesus is talking to his disciples. Verses before this talk a lot about obedience, about the love that he has for them, about abiding in that love, living in that love. There's a fundamental identity change that happens when we have a relationship with God. We're no longer against. We no longer identify in that sin that that consumes us. We identify in him and the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross. We identify in that redemption. But so often, we remember those things that we were told, those words that tore us down, that made us believe we were somebody else, somebody not good enough, those actions that told us we weren't important enough. That's where we find our identity, and that is not where our identity lies. That is not who we are. We need to have our minds renewed. Because our minds have been beaten up. We need healing. You can find the time. You can make the time. There is something that you can let go of to make the time to be able to start working on this. I believe you can do it. Because I did it. I'm doing it. I'm not going to pretend like I have reached some sort of stratospheric level of accomplishment here, but it's possible. You can do it. You are someone different now. Take some time. Find out who that is. Find out who God says you are instead of those terrible things that other people have told you you are. Let's pray. God, we thank you We are not trapped in an identity that is false. We thank you that you give us healing, that you give us grace. Please help us to find the time, to make the time, to spend with you, to heal from our wounds, to deal with the lies, and to find your truth about us. And as we are transformed and as our minds are renewed let that new light shine to our kids so that they can see your hope and your light in us pray all these things in jesus name amen you can find me on twitter at sp preacher pod you can email me at the single parent preacher at gmail.com if you need to reach out if you need someone to talk to if you still have questions I'm not going to pretend I know all the answers, but I'll come with you on your journey and we can find some answers together, I hope. If this has been helpful, 
please go to Apple Podcasts, go to Google Play. Even if you listen through some other medium, through some other service, go there, throw a rating, leave a review. That's how the algorithm finds us. That's how the show grows. That's how the message gets spread. Thank you so much for your time because I know how important it is. Until next time, remember that who you've always been is not who you have to be.